the Monday Night Football and Week 5 Recap Edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase. Save up to $20. Also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away 100 cake. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or hofbets.com. Use code SGPN. Get 50% off your first month. And smart, smart, start making smart bets today. And with that, let's do a theme song that does that says show is starting here. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. The man in the box. Yes, <laughs> I am uh, doing the show remotely. As you can see, if you are watching on YouTube and if you're a part of the C Block, you just saw me on the college show with Dundee and now you're. Coming along with me here on the bombs, you can see I'm in. I'm in a bigger box. It is a green screen, the piano. It's my behind the candle bra edition there. Just big boxes. That's all we do is go to different boxes. Um. Anyway, welcome. It is Monday, October 9th. I already feel like October is going away. Although it's still early O energy. It's not double digits yet. This is the October 9th, the last day of early O. We were talking about early O birthdays. I'm about the fourth. There's a lot of people to fit a lot, a lot of early O energy. Um, we got a good show to you for you today, even though I'm not in the studio. I'm firing out that I see already commenters coming along with me. Uh, there's a Monday night football game tonight, Vegas and Green Bay. I'll give that bombs out real quick since it's time sensitive. So you can open up a new window, rush, rush to the new sports window, make it an incognito if you have to. Um, then we'll recap the weekend that happened there in NFL with the bomb picks. We went three and two. Um, little controversy. I'll get into that. A lot of stuff. Uh, we also have some uh, zingy national tragedy news. That'll be fun. We haven't done that in a while. And, of course, a man in a box as we uh, welcome everyone who comes in here, even guys who have fantasy quote fantasy questions off the top. Haven't never done a fantasy question. I do fantasy. I know it. But, Josh, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw your thing up there. You know what? Why not? Would I trade Atwell and Gerald Everett for Jacoby Myers? The other guy has a horrible tight end. Everett's are back up, and that wells in flex. But Myers could replace 20-man PPR. I love Jacoby Myers. I say if you can get Jacoby Myers, you get Jacoby Myers. I mean, 2-2 Atwell, he's he's definitely uh, – his stock is definitely going to fall now that Cooper Cup is back. And they got the uh, new Kapuka over there. I went to the Rams-Eagles game yesterday at SoFi Philly. So Philly, basically, uh, about 80% Eagle fans. No, it wasn't 80%. It was like 50 50. But um, it was it was nuts. I'll talk about that once we get back after the break. But first, let's get to this Monday night game because it's happening very soon. So get out there. This is for the live listeners, for the nuggets, for the uh, you know, the gift, my little blessing. It is the line is two. Vegas is favored by two. It's kind of went back and forth, but Jimmy G is gonna play. So it went to two over under 45 and a half. I got it at 45. Um 
Should be a good game. Green Bay should be a little better than when they were. They're a little healthier. This is this is, I'm, We're taking the Packers plus the two. That's going to be the bomb we're giving out for Monday night. Um, anyone can do it. That's that's my remote bomb noise video. It's, it's a little more terrifying than the in-studio bomb. Let me do that again. And we'll take over 45. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, and here's my reasoning with the Packers. It's not a handicap situation. Not, not a football situation, although Raiders have a terrible defense. Will, pass defense will Jordan Love take advantage? Packers have a terrible rush defense. Jacobs hasn't done anything all year, but Jacobs should have a big game tonight. He's over under 71. He should go over that. Devontae Adams, revenge game. I like Devontae Adams anytime touchdown. Let me give out that third bomb. Anytime touchdown, Devontae Adams, even money bomb that. Here is Vegas's problem. They have to stop scheduling these games for primetime with these loudmouth fan bases from dull Midwestern cities. You have Pittsburgh fans coming in. They're going to take over. Now you got Green Bay fans. They're coming to Vegas, and they're taking over. You got to schedule these at 1 o'clock. You can't have these Sunday night and Monday night games in Vegas because they're going to take, you know, you're not going to have any kind of advantage. And they don't have them anyway, but with this, with the Packer fans, oh, my God. Cheeseheads in downtown, because you know they're not staying in the Strip. They're downtown. They're Golden Gate. They're staying at the Grand. The D is even a little too fancy for the for the Pack fans. We're bringing Mars Cheese Castle. We're bringing Spotted Cow Beer to Vegas. I saw Greg Hoops tweet that out, that Brent Musburg was drinking a Spotted Cow. Um, Spotted Cow, if you don't know, is a beer that's only sold in Wisconsin. And it's the most overrated beer you've ever had. It's a fine beer by the Belarus or Belarus Brewery. It's a, it's fine. There's nothing special to it. It's good. But the fact that they don't sell it out of Wisconsin, outside of Wisconsin, it, it puts a little mystique to it, a little demand. So people from Wisconsin go nuts. Like, oh, if you're go, if you're going to Wisconsin, bring me back two cases of golden spotted cow. I'll I'll get you for it, and some cheese curds. Wisconsin's a certain public. I, I mean, I like Wisconsin. I talk shit about Wisconsin. They're easy to make fun of. They're very nice. They're very drunk, and they're going to get very drunk in Vegas this weekend at the game tonight. So that's what, And I think that will help the Packers. I do think the Packers will win. They will have a huge, huge home field advantage tonight in Vegas. CJ and the C-Generates. JC from KC. Always good to see you, buddy. Um, and the Packers, what's smart by the Packers schedule, they have a bye next week because there's nothing worse than having a weekend in Vegas, and then you have to stay on Monday for work or something or whatever it is. Because Monday in Vegas is the gross feeling. It's not the same as Saturday by any means, or, or even Sunday. Sunday, you got to get out of there, but you still have you know, a little, little, little like uh, feel to it of fantasy land. Monday, reality comes. That's when you see everyone pissing on the streets and all this shit, and it's just like, oh, God, what the, life is rough out here. But you ever go to Vegas and there's always the one guy who's like hanging out for an extra three days? Yeah, I'm not leaving until Wednesday. Wednesday, don't you fucking work? I got off a couple days. Gonna be out here by myself. What are you gonna do by yourself in Vegas? Actually, don't tell me that. But that's what the Packers are doing. Since they have a bye next week, they'll play the Monday night game and then they'll hang out in Vegas. And then the fans will too. So it's gonna get nasty out there. And they're goddamn spotted cow beers. 
I was saying they're not they're easy to make fun of Wisconsin, but I like I love Wisconsin. Every time I go there, every time I play there, it's great. They uh they get very drunk. I've mentioned I've mentioned Wisconsin before. They eight of the top ten most binge drinking cities in America are in Wisconsin. And I don't think it's because they drink I mean they do drink hard, but I think it's because they just answer the survey questions honestly, because they're so nice. You know, like when a when a doctor asks you how much you drink during the week, you lie. Obviously, they don't. They can't lie. So like, oh well, we just drink till the shed's empty. Put that in there. Can't upset the fucking U.S. Bureau of Census state shaming or whatever the hell it is. Um, they have amazing. They, I mean, they they are pro drinking Wisconsin. They they were one of the last states to uh, what's up, Lane Elliott, to make it 21 drinking age. They had 18, like, for a while, like, in the late 80s. <laughs> it's pretty insane. They, they didn't, they, and the only reason why they changed their drinking age to 21 in Wisconsin is because the federal government threatened to, like, defund highways from them. Like, listen, you going to play ball with us or what? All right, fine. But we're, st- we're keeping that law that if you're under 21 and you're out to dinner with your family, you can drink. Because the parents know better than any goddamn scientist or bartender, that's for sure. That's a true, that's a true, uh, that's a true rule. You can go out to the restaurant if you're 12 years old in Wisconsin and legally drink if your family's there and they order for you. Yeah, we're going to get some steaks and uh, some calamari to begin with and uh, a round of Jaeger bombs. Little Timmy hit a home run. Susie learned how to ride a bike. Isn't that right? Oh, you want a lemon drop, don't you? Uh, yes, JC, you did miss the Monday Night Football bombs. It was just real quick. It was just the Packers, plus the two, over 45, and Devontae Adams, anytime touchdown, revenge game, even money. Um, Packer analysis, basically, it's going to be a home crowd for them as well. Uh, Todd Moore says the fried cheese curds are great. Fried cheese curds are great. No doubt about it. There's a shout-out to the curd nerd who writes a column and ranks all the cheese curds every year. She's She's awesome. But this is what I'll say about cheese curds, though. And then I got to take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll get into the recap of the weekend. But those are the Monday Night Football bombs. Uh, they love telling you the cheese curds. And when I'm there, they're like, oh, you got to try the cheese curds. Look at you. I'm like, well, I like it. Like, look at you. Of course you'll like it. And they're right. But fuck you. Let me let me get that myself, you know. Um, but then you eat the cheese curds and they're great. They're fried cheese curds. And they're like, oh, you got to try it here. Now you got to try it there. We have the best in the country. Yeah, no shit. No shit you have the best cheese curds in the country. You know why? Because no one else is doing it. You're not competing against anybody. These personality foods about the, yeah, our cheese, oh, we get it. Your cheese curds, they're delicious. Fine. But stop shoving them down our throats and act like people, we, anyone else, anyone's trying to rival you guys. And shout out to Mars Cheese Castle. A lot of people here in the chat. The chat is lit from the C block. I get it. No problem, JC. Of course, I'll give out the bombs. I'll do some recapping. We gave the Monday Night Football bombs. We have some zippy national tragedies, a lot of tragedies going out there when we're in the music. And, of course, a man in a box segment. So here we go. Let's get the show going. But after I tell you about game time, of course, the, the ticket app of buying game tickets, the day of, closer to the game, you get cheaper price. Like yesterday, the Rams-Eagles game at SoFi or So Philly. I was there with Kaz and another couple, Kaz, my sister. Sean Green was there, the head honcho. He was showing some pictures, probably through with Brendan Wells. And uh, all, of, all of Philadelphia was there. I'd say it was 60-40 Philly fans. Pretty obnoxious group, us Philly fans. I, I can't deny that. 
And I don't know if they all got it at game time because I asked some people what they paid for because we had free tickets. Not gonna lie. Man in the box does. Man in the box had some connections. But everything is just well, I'll get into that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing an ad read. I'm not gonna go on to the fucking parking. It's so funny. <laughs> anyway, but you go to the game time app and you can get yourself a cheap ticket because the guy in front of me paid fifteen hundred dollars for his ticket. Sean Green got one for like eighty bucks because he got it closer to kickoff. And that's what the Game Time app does. So get the Game Time app, use code SGP, and you get $20 off your first purchase. It's amazing. Go to Vegas tonight. That sound bad? Does that sound right? No? Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, see, see Packer fans and tell them their cheese curds suck and throw a spotted cow at them. Anyway, Hall of Fame bets. We're also brought to you by that. Win bigger and bet smarter with the NFL season. Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics for parlays. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with the Hall of Fame bets that craft more intelligent, draft-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN. Get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And we're back with the bottom line, Bob's. Um, yeah, John Tesh. <laughs> that's hilarious. John Tesh, Todd Moore says, is my... Uh, connection we all know is each you know what it's funny you do say that uh john morse i'm not gonna act like i know john tesh but i have i have met john tesh and semi hung out with him it was backstage at the sebastian maniscalco show at the greek theater however you pronounce his name um i went there randomly actually i brought my wife to go see sebastian and i, I enjoy his comedy he's a he's a fun live show and my buddy Pat McGann was opening for him, and he was at the Greek Theater. He texted me. He's like, yeah, come back here. We got a little backstage party. We go backstage party. And the, and the list of celebrities at a Sebastian Maniscalco show is exactly what you think it would be. You know? You have your uh, Nick Lachey. You have your John Tesh's, if you will. John Tesh was sitting front row. He had the best of fucking man. Sebastian is a great Italian. Aren't you bananas? I just think I just think Sebastian said I'm saying aren't you embarrassed of saying orange orange you bananas like aren't you glad I didn't say bananas orange you bananas people like to make fun of Sebastian I I think he's great he's great I mean you know what you're getting he's got a style it's awesome he's to joke about uh, the wife smacking up the car it's just a buff you just buffer it out I can't open I can't shut the door but yeah you just buffer it out I mean he's great. Maybe because I grew up in Jersey with a bunch of Italians, so it, it hits it hits home with it. Anyway, anyway, hung out with John Tesh with Sebastian. <laughs> and I made sure it's here for me. So don't don't you worry. That's kind of a cool rock version of it. I haven't done that in a while. Should we, should we should we bring that up before we do the NFL recap? Should we do some John Tesh uh, zippy tragedies? Since you guys brought it up, you idiots. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But we had a couple terrible ones this weekend. You had the Hobbes terrorist attack versus Israel. They killed 700 and took 100 more hostage when they raided a music festival. <laughs> They beheaded a woman and was laughing on her corpse body in town square.
Israel fired missiles back. 490 killed there. There's a war impending. (laughs) Zippy tragedies, I call it. Zippy tragedies. That music makes anything palpable. And you get pumped up for it. Earthquake in Afghanistan, 2,400 dead. Worst in history. (laughs) That's enough of that. (laughs) Too many tragedies for that, but that's amazing. Villages wiped out. Oh, all right, Petrovka, welcome to the chat. It gives an LOL for that one. I thought you would like that bit, that's for sure. Um, I know. Yeah, Roger's calling Travis Kelsey Mr. Mr. Pfizer. That definitely should be on there. I already, I already, I already, I don't want to bring that up again. I don't want to go on that fucking tilt me again. The whole fucking Aaron Rodgers, hilarious comedian, Mr. Pfizer. Um, anyway, let's talk about the games that happened over the weekend. Like I said, it went three and two. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get ask UC Jenner to question in a little bit of what I should do with the uh, contest picks. But first, there was uh, well, of course, the game the supposed to be the game of the weekend was San Fran Dallas, the night game. It was not a game. San Fran destroyed them, forty-two to ten. San Fran easily looks like the greatest team in the league by far, even though Phillies is undefeated. San Fran looks unstoppable. But we'll see how that season goes. Um, people are more were happier. People are as happy when Dallas loses, and I'm happy too. Fuck Dallas. But I tell you, I, I, there, there is a cringe moment when they're getting blown out. I'm like, fuck, Stephen A. Smith is going to do this corny-ass video again. Like, <laughs> just, I, I get laughing if, like, they fumble and do, like, a blunder. But, like, if they just get, dis- like, whoops, like, what are you doing? <laughs> just, just fucking insulting them, kicking them with her down. It's just weird. And Dak Prescott, here's the thing with the Cowboys. They like to play down. They don't like to play up. They, they beat bad teams. They don't like to beat good teams. And Dak, especially in big games, hasn't been great. Dak is a weird cowboy quarterback where, I mean, I hate the Cowboys. But I like Dak. He's a likable guy. I think I like him more than he's not good. I think if he was great, I wouldn't like him. But he's inconsistent, so I kind of li- like his flaws. And he's a good guy. Tony Romo and Troy Aikman, they're, they're terrible. <laughs> no, they're good guys, too, but they were easy to root against. You could, you could, fucking say, you could say, fuck you, Troy or Tony. But Dak, I don't know. Some weird about Dak. I, I don't know. I I, I kind of want Dak just to get out of Dallas in general. Save his uh, career a little bit. All right. So that that was that game. Not much to see there. I told you I went to the Eagles-Rams game along with a half of other Philly scumbags and they're yelling or things. And uh, there was no violence, which was nice. Sometimes these NFL games, there's a lot of violence, especially these L.A. games. because well, Usually when San Francisco comes down. And uh, Philly's weird. I mean, obviously they're prone to violence at any time, but uh, it's it's odd because they're good, you know. And there's not there hasn't been too many times in my life where the Philly teams have been like really good, like one of the best in the league, and that's what they are now. So, and that they already won a Super Bowl too. That's that's never happened in my life too. I mean, it was a little while back now, but that definitely took the edge off. So I didn't really see as much violence. So I did say the parking was out. I mean, there is a fucking gun and ski mask down there. We tailgated, and we didn't do any tailgating. We set up a table, ate sandwiches and cookies and seltzer waters, basically. Uh, but you go to the parking lot, the pink lot, they charge you $200 to park. 
and a seventy dollar a five dollar fee. I hope game time gets on that. But I mean, Jesus Christ, what are you gonna do? But it's all worth it when the game ends because then you get to sit there for two hours and not move. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing down there. The concession stand. The parking, there's people, they point to other people. Talk to him, he'll scan your ticket. Yeah, but where do I go? Talk to him. Okay, well, what do you do? I say talk to him. Great. You're doing you're doing great at your job. <sighs> Eagle fans were talking shit. They look good. Although they have a weird way of dominating a game and then only winning by like six or nine. They just do field goals, they grind out the clock, and then nothing happens. But the defense was great in the second half, and they did. They just owned the ball, and they did that fucking brotherly shove. A lot of, a lot of obnoxious yelling down there, a lot of chanting, of course, the Eagle chants. You know what I learned? The best shit talkers live and in person, especially in those sports situations, are elderly black men. They're the best. No one could talk. They, they, no one cuts harder than an old black man when they're talking shit. There's some going back and forth in our section, and then, I, and then afterwards, he's just walking out. Man, hey, did you like that Eagles game today? Did you like that Philly game? Who'd we play today? Who'd we play? What was that, the Raiders? Nah, the Rams. Oh, the Rams. Who decided to play today? I thought it was the Raiders. <laughs> Who'd we play? And it's just the way he says it. It just digs. He's like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch, you old Billy Goat. All right, come on. Anyway, it was, it was, a, it was a great time. Um, I got gum on my fucking jeans all in the seat someone put gum i wasn't my gum outrageous then i forgot about it because i was on edibles and then uh i drug it in the car i was with <laughs> i had to come home and uh change sheet. i i bring clothes out i bring extra clothes out now that, that i just call stained clothes i bought like a pack of t-shirts from amazon that are just stained shirts these are shirts that i'm going to stain I'm going to go through them, stain them, and throw them away. It's like going out with extra side hustle money, robbery money, you know? Um, there's a lot of fun fans there. Now, obviously, the Eagle fans are pretty eccentric. There's some, I like some good, there's some good old-fashioned Ram fans, you know, from the, way back in the day, the Eric Dickersons or the Roman Gabriel Rams that are state true. There was one guy in our section wearing a Jack Youngblood, and he was listening to the hand radio, a Ram radio, if you will. Listen to the local broadcast. Always respect in an eagle section because it was crazy eagle sections. One guy, one game ball goes to a guy who's dressed as Jim McMahon. He had an Eagles McMahon jersey. And he had the mullet and the beer in his pockets, and he looked pretty much like him. Uh, Ram guy was good. A lot of Delcos, a lot of fucking rough women. Philly's got some rough women. They like to tell they like to tell you how it is and how it was and how it'll never be. There was a woman in our row. And, you know, we were in the end, so we had to get up every time she wanted to get out. And she was getting out frequently to get uh, double-fisted salty dogs. She would buy two <laughs> double-fisted salty dogs. And she was great. But every time she passed, she had she wanted to say something to us. Like, have, like, a little conversation, like a little buffer thing. Like, ah, you know, I don't have any kids. You might as well take advantage. We scored a touchdown. Can I do this again? I'm like, you don't have to say something every time you get a drink. Just get your drink. She was amazing. She was Philly through and through. She had a Vince Papali jersey, which is the Mark Wahlberg, you know, walk-on Philly guy, and then uh, Invincible. And then her hat was like a made trucker hat that said, Dallas still fucking sucks. That's a class of broad we were dealing with there. It was great. So anyway, great time. Eagles win. Took us 
18 hours to get out of there, which ruins everything. After that, you're like, I don't even remember anything from the game. All I remember is sitting in that fucking traffic. Defense, uh, fans got free tacos on a fourth down stop. That was exciting. When the Eagles went for a fourth down on a minute to go from like three yards out, they did the tush push again. And they called, he actually got it, but they said his momentum was stopped. So they stop him. And then, and then the, and the PA guys, that's free tacos for everyone. And the place went nuts. And then they reviewed it. And they withheld it. They're like, oh, not still, still didn't get it. So the, and, then, and the PA guy, I swear to God, he goes up there and goes, all right, fans. So after that review, just to re- just to clarify, if you that was confusing, we're still getting tacos. The tacos are still free. We still stopped the fourth down. And everyone fucking cheered. Again, so that was exciting. So they got the free tacos. All right, let's get to the actual bombs. Those We did not pick the Eagles, although I had a personal bet on them. Um, We did have, we went three and two. We won Atlanta and Pittsburgh. I'm not going to talk about those games because I didn't watch them and I didn't care to watch them. I saw a little highlights. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You guys figured this game out. I want no parts of this. It's disgusting. I know Ravens should have won by 30 and somehow they lost outright. I just saw them dropping touchdowns left and right. But anyway, we won Pittsburgh. We won Atlanta because it was one and a half. We got lucky there. It went off at two and a half, but the contest line was one and a half. So that's where we went. We won Jacksonville. The London game, the early London game, that I felt good about when Jacksonville beat Buffalo because that went down exactly how we handicapped it. The angle being Jacksonville was in Europe for two weeks. Buffalo didn't fly out there until Friday. And there's nothing worse than the jerk who you go on vacation with, a group of friends, and the guy that goes there early. And he sets up. And he's telling you everywhere to go. Oh, I've been here since Tuesday. Yeah, you don't want to go to that store. You go to this store. Like, fuck off. Like he's a local all of a sudden because he got he got in town two days early. That's who the Jaguars were. The Jaguars were the locals telling the Buffalo where to go. Uh bad turf. Buffalo Buffalo had like eight injuries. It was some awful Wembley Stadium type fucking gross turf. Terrell Barnard goes, It is what it is. I like when people say that. It is what it is. Well, what is it? It was uh, <laughs> reckless turf, and we all tore our ACLs. Oh, that's what it is. Yep, tore an ACL. There was a lot of flags in that game. That was a great game to watch for me because in the West Coast, that comes on at 6 a.m. or 6.30. So I watched that, and then by the time that was over, and the early, the other real early game started, I was on the road to traffic to go to the Eagles game. So it worked out fine. But there was a thousand penalties in that Buffalo-Jacksonville game. It seemed like every play, I had to turn the sound off. I'm like... No matter what happens, there's going to be a penalty. And that rough and the passion they called on Josh Allen was just insane. It was insane. It was Josh Allen on Josh Allen crime. Not even talk about it. It, it really tilted me. The, the, the refs couldn't wait. It's, it's, not, it's not just the flag for the rough and the passer. He went and he tackled him low, but Allen's helmet, like his face mask grazed it because he like look, he he moved his head down on purpose almost to touch it, so it technically went helmet to helmet. So they and those refs love throwing that flag. They there was like three refs in a row just rifling flags at each other and almost fucking <laughs> hitting the D end. I mean, like, all right, calm down. They have like flags in every pocket. I know. London Eric Terman says the London Jaguars just ready to relocate. I know. And apparently they're doing a bunch of community work out there. Hey Travis ATN, you mind going to the schools and talk about uh how we, we can't wait to can't wait to fit in here in London? Mind doing that? It is what it isn't. <laughs> says Bobby Petrovka. Hey, it is what it is. What can you say, you know? 
It's that. What the fuck does that mean? It means nothing. Uh, the game we lost, we lost two games. So we won those three and we lost two. We lost New England. Never had a chance. Dead wrong on that one. It was amazing. So uh, they, they, they were both bouncing back. I will give it that. New Orleans had to bounce back as well. New Orleans didn't even play good, but they won 34 nothing. Tell you what, you, you ever want to see a team not <laughs> play as poorly as they can and also win 34 nothing? Look at the Saints game yesterday. Look what, how they played. But they played enough to win, and, they're, and they're, they actually played very well on the road in New Orleans, so I should give them credit. But New England, you know, they had that fucking Belichick mentality of, you know, whatever, like the culture of next week, next up, leave that behind you, on to Cincinnati, all this bullshit. And so the fans buy into that. They buy into the New England culture. So they got destroyed by Dallas, whoever that score was, 42-3 to three or whatever the hell it was. But like, all right, shake it off. Let's go. Mac Jones, he just needs a little coach him up at home. You know, blah, blah, blah. you know, next week. Up, up. And then uh, it took exactly four pass plays for everyone to realize, oh, no, it's not, it's not next week up. Well, we're, we're still terrible. Nothing changed from last week at all. Mac Jones threw three incompletes and then a pick six on his fourth pass. And then everyone's like, oh, this is over. It, and it was over. It was 7 nothing. It was a minute in, done. Then it was 14 nothing done, and New Orleans hadn't even touched the ball yet. Letting a team down. I'm looking at my notes. 72-3, to three, the Patriots have been scored. Mac Jones gets a I – mean, finally, Mac – they're telling – I mean, it's weird how Mac Jones gets a pass. Like, Zach Wilson doesn't get nearly the pass Mac Jones gets. Zach Wilson last year, they, he got in trouble because the reporter asked him, do you feel like you owe your defense an apology? You let your team down? And he's like, no. So he got lit up for that. And that was after a game versus New England where they lost 10-3. to And New England scored on a punt return. Mac Jones didn't fucking score. The offense didn't score. But no one asked him if he owed a team an apology. But Mac Jones like, eh, we'll bet. He keeps getting benched mid-game. And they're like, eh, we'll try him again next week. <laughs> what, what do you mean try him again next week? What do you think is going to happen? It's weird with Mac Jones, why they keep throwing him out there. I think they want Belichick fired. I think the players have had enough. They, they, they see this opportunity. Like, let's get him out of here. They, they look dead. You never see a Patriot team fucking just quit and be dead, and they are. They're not listening to fucking Belichick's bullshit, nor should they. Uh, so anyway, so we lost that game. Um, what are we looking at, Clock? I, I got time to get this on here. Um, or do I? Or do I? Let me see where I'm at. Oh, no. Was that the end of the breaks? Did I read all the breaks? No, we didn't. I got to do a break. Let me do a break, and we'll come back, and I'll talk about a couple more of the games, and we'll do a man-in-the-box segment. How about that? Not a break. Just, another, just telling you about underdog fantasy. That's all I'm doing. It's a way to play alongside your favorite football team. Now, this side I like. I do underdog fantasy. I'll do, I'll do an underdog fantasy play tonight. It's like uh, props, but, you know, you can do $5, $10, whatever you want to do. And they've just introduced the Scorchers. You go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100-time payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continues Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win ten k each. Use the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Promo code SGPN on Underdog Fantasy. Brian Petrovka, I'm talking to you. You should play this. What you do is you just do, you do higher or lowers, just like over-unders, but you can't technically say that. Uh, higher or lowers, you know, for props and do, and do it and do it in a game. So you throw you throw Devontae Adams over tonight 
What higher, I mean, because it's a revenge game for Green Bay. I love that. Christian Watson, I think will have a big. I think Josh Jacobs has a big game. So you throw three of them in there and you get six to one. That's all you gotta do. That's my scorcher for five and five. How about that? How about that? You like that? Um, yeah. So I'll give I'll take Josh Jacobs over higher than seventy two yards. I think he finally has a big game tonight versus Green Bay's horrendous rush defense. And then um, I was going to say Jacoby Myers, but I think Devontae Adams is going to be a real prick about his revenge game versus the Packers and just vulture every goddamn ball that comes out there. So stick with Josh Jacobs, and I like Christian Watson as well. Uh, but play that. All right. And we are back in the bottom line, Bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. Yes, that is a makeshift fucking video that I made. I wonder if I read all the ad reads, right? I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. All right. How about that? I, I also have to thank everyone who's watching on YouTube. I have to do that, especially today. There's so many people in here in the comments. I think it's the C block that I did with Picks Dundee. And I swear, like I said, it's like the I do the, I do the college football show Mondays and Thursdays live at noon with Dundee. With Colby. And then right afterwards is me solo, the bottom line bombs at like 130, 145 range. It's like cheers and then night court, the Thursday tandem, you know, best uh, best hour in comedy. Then empty nest snuck in there, and then ER. That, that got all messed up. But cheers and night court. That was your that was that's all you needed. And you're nine and nine thirty. Um yeah, scorchers, Petrovka. Get in, in there. Scorchers. Scorchers means. Like, let's say you play Devontae Adams two touchdowns as an option. That'll be a scorcher because that'll be like five to one. So they'll they'll scorch in the odds with your uh, parlay. That's what that means. Glad you asked that question. And they will force it to Devontae Adams. You're right. Anyway, so thank you, everyone watching YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button. Don't just watch this video. Hit that thumbs up. Hit the like. I don't care if you actually like it. You can fucking, you can hate me. You can hate the show. I, I'm not a big fan of the show. But just hit the thumbs up. Tell the algorithm that you like me. That's all. That's all. That's all I care about. That's all anyone cares about. Anyway, just get love you guys here. And uh, all right, let's do it. What was I talking about? Oh, the other game I lost. It. No, this is what I want to talk to you guys. See, generates. Help me out here. This is gonna be fun. Lane Elliott says two touchdowns for Devontae, six to one. Pretty wild. I had David Montgomery yesterday. I had David Montgomery two touchdowns at two fifty. He didn't hit. But I did give out. If you were listening to the prop show on the main. Feed, the sports game podcast with Sean and Ryan. I was a guest on the prop show, and I'll be a guest again. I gave out the ladder with Josh Downs, receiver for the Colts, and he hit. He hit big time. We shipped it nine to one. Anyway, um, so this is what I wanted to talk to you guys about. See, generous. We gave out Denver minus two. It lost to the Jets, and as soon as I gave it out on Thursday, the more I thought about it, I. I because I was playing a revenge angle with Hackett and all that shit. I'm like, let him get revenge. He's he's a terrible coach. That was the whole thing with the whole Sean Payton Hackett thing. Payton said some terrible things about Hackett. Yes, we agree. But it was all things that we all said all throughout the year that he was the worst coach, and he was. And he was overwhelmed. They couldn't get plays off. Blah 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 blah. It was terrible. Thank you, whoever did that thumbs up. 
We all said it. But then as soon as Sean Payton says it, whoa, whoa, you can't say that. You're a coach. What are you doing? Coaches can't do coach. You're supposed to say not. You're supposed to lie to us. And he's like, oh, that's right. Why well, I had my Fox hat on when I worked for Fox Sports, you know? Yeah, you didn't say things like that when you worked on Fox either. You were actually much more subdued on TV than you were as a coach. So I thought that was a little overblown a little bit, but it was, I mean, they, the Jets were obviously rallying around it. Everyone was got his back, and they should, and it was great. How that affects the game, I think, is can be argued. It's a, it's a good thing to say after you win. Yeah, we did it for all, you know, and all that shit, but if you lose, then, then what? Then you didn't care about them? And they easily could have lost. Russell Wilson was driving down, down three. Of course, he gets strip sacked because that's what Russell Wilson does. I mean, but and I should have known if anyone's going to do a cheesy, revenge, stupid Bolton board material angle, it's going to be the Jets and Robert Sally. He made Hackett the ceremonial fourth captain. Oh, the fourth captain, the ceremonial captain. Doesn't even come down to flip the coin. He's up in the booth as a ceremonial for Oh, let's win it for Hackett. And they did love talking shit. The better team won. The better coaches won. Yeah, it wasn't Hackett's brilliant offense, by the way. And he's only there because Aaron Rodgers and their friends. And, and I, get, I get people like him. He's funny because he likes Austin Powers, apparently. So that makes him funny. Anyway, uh, the offense wasn't good. Brees Hall was good. Brees Hall ran for 170 yards. That was a brilliant move by them. Hey, yeah, let's um, not take Brees Hall out of the game this time. Let's just let him run the ball until he can't run the ball anymore. And so that worked. No, absolutely. Brees Hall won that game. He Absolutely. And uh, which is a great story there because that's where the scene of the crime was last year where he got hurt in that Denver game when he was blowing up. But um, And I'm going to say, and I'm not talking, you know, Zach Wilson threw for 200 yards. Good for you versus the worst defensive football. I mean, we, I don't know why we, everyone acts like a, he's a make-a-wish kid. Wasn't Zach great? He threw for 200 yards like an NFL quarterback does. Look at that. You know, he was the number two pick overall one, at one point. C.J. Usman's out. It's personal. Everyone does the Dion. It's personal now. I, I will say the Jets Twitter, they tweeted out um, – that Kevin J- Kevin James is huge in the meme world all of a sudden. But Kevin James played Sean Payton in some that fucking bullshit movie about Drew Brees or whatever the hell it was. So they had a picture of, Sean, of Kevin James as Sean Payton saying, "When you lose to the offseason champ." So that was a good tweet. Good, good, good job the social media team for that. Absolutely. Um, oh, now Elijah Vera Tucker torn Achilles. Eric Turman with the sad, sad news. But I can do it this way. Elijah Vera Tucker torn Achilles. (laughs) Doug Effort in number one Jets fan. I know. The the, the Jets are... We can't get rid of him now, now that they won a goddamn game. Eric Acosta joins the chat. He says the Jets are secretly paying all the other teams to talk shit about Hackett. I mean, it's amazing. That was their Super Bowl. But Hack, I mean, that's what I just love about it. And, and, you're, and Peyton was out of line saying that stuff. And I get why he did it, too. He wanted to get – he wanted people to believe in Russell Wilson, and he probably watched Russell Wilson at training camp. He's like, well – 
this is going to be bad. I better, I better scapegoat someone else on this because he is not good. Uh, although he's played a little bit better this year. The defense is terrible. Um, but yeah, I just love it. You know, and Hackett went right back to offensive coordinator because he's Aaron Rodgers' friend. And no disrespect to Hackett. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, here's what I wanted to ask you guys, C-Generates. So every Thursday, I give out the five bottom line bombs for the circuit contest. And you can follow it online at Man in a Box, all, all the standings. We're not going to win, by the way. <laughs> it's a pretty tough contest to win. You have to go like 85%. But you can still win quadrants. We went three and two. This was the first week of the five-week quadrant where they pay off the five weeks. So three and two is not that bad. It's not great. You have to go like five and oh, five and oh, four and one. You can't, you can't fuck around with this kind of because there's so many people and whatever and you're flipping coins. But here's what happened I'll give out, I do the show on Thursday where I give out the picks and then I submit them. You have to, they're submitted by Saturday afternoon. And sometimes news will come out. Like one, one week I gave out the Chargers and then Austin Eckler was hurt. So I took the Chargers off and I put in someone else and they pushed and the Chargers lost. So that worked out a half a point win. Last week, and I'm confessing to you, degenerates right now. I took out two. I took out two of the bobs that I gave you guys, and replaced them with sharper plays. Because you know, you look at your plays for a little bit for too many days, you start hating them. You're like, ah, I was going to lose, and I knew Denver was going to lose. I was going to take Denver. So I took two out last week, and I replaced it with two. And I went, and I went. I took out two winners naturally, and I put in. One winner, one loser. So I'm down a half a game. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm gambling with your guys' 401k. Like I'm the CEO's taking your 401k and investing it, and says hopefully it'll be there. But there's also a chance that uh, it's all gone. That that's a very good possibility that these picks will not be there at the end. <laughs> so last week, this week, I was. I'm like I. I owe I. I need to re- I need to replace a win. So I was going to take out a game, and if they're both winners, if 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 I take out a loser and I get a winner, great. Who cares? That makes my record better than than I tell you guys. But if it's worse, that's not good, obviously. And I was going to take out the fucking Broncos because I didn't like. I hated it. The more I get, the more I thought about it, I just hated taking Broncos. And I was going to replace it with Cincinnati, who smoked Arizona. Apparently, apparently that was the sharpest of sharp plays, Cincinnati minus three. People acted like you were a moron if you weren't on Cincinnati minus three because of the value. They love saying the value because the look-ahead line was eight and a half. And now it's three at the value, the value. Yeah, okay, you're right. There's value. But also the Cardinals threw a pick six from their own five-yard line less than a minute to go before halftime. Kind of changed the game. So, going forward, would that be a fun game, I think, to kind of put a little twist to the I'll give out the five bombs, and then you guys can guess or we can guess which one am I going to take, which one am I going to hate the most and not submit and change it with an alternative, like a, like a jury member, an alter, alternate jury member, you know? I think that adds fun because we're not going to win anyway. But I don't know what your theories are with that, but I, I'm gambling within the gambling. That's all I know. But we went three. We went officially went three and two. We stayed with that. I, I was a pussy. I stayed with. I gotta stay with Denver, because there would be no worse feeling in the world if you take a, if you change your pick and then that one wins and the other one loses. There's nothing. 
The chat is going after each other. Arbo says Eric Turman kissed my ass. I don't know what that's all about, but you guys, you guys can figure that out. We got chat on chat. See generate action. All right. <laughs> that was a bit crazy. Um, let me see. What what do we do with the show here? So that was it. Uh, we have. Did we give out baseball? I can give out a bomb. I think. Bet switch game. We did a zippy pair of threads. Oh, I guess we could. We could just do man in the box. All right, let's do some man in the box. Uh, baseball is going on right now. Dodgers and Phil- I think Phillies play pretty soon here with the Braves. Um, Phillies do have a chance of getting that second game with Wheeler pitching, but uh, it'd be pretty epic if the Braves fell on their face two games in a row at home after having the season they had. They were the 1927 Yankees. I had the over in that game. Why not? Because they haven't been shut out all year until I bet on them, and they got shut out. The Atlanta Braves got shut out in a bullpen game, basically. Ranger Suarez starts, and they fuck they take him out in the third inning for no reason. Whatever. I'm a Phillies fan. I'm 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 getting tilted at that win. Uh, so they play again there. Baltimore. I'm really Baltimore. Baltimore is exactly what I was talking about with the baseball playoffs. They're, they're so fast. You play 162 games. And then the wild card round is like best of three. It's like over at 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. Like if you're a Tampa Bay Ray fan, you watch them play, win like a hundred games, then you go to work. Like, hey, wh- 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 when's Tampa play? Oh, they're done. Season's over. What? When did that happen? This morning. Oh, great. And that's what's happened with Baltimore. Baltimore was the story of the year. Great fans are going nuts, and then uh, they're about to get swept. <laughs> Two games, and they're uh, they're pretty much done. I mean, I hope they're not, but. Best of five. Well, you can't do a best of five. That does that determines nothing in baseball. They actually did a number. They crunched the numbers and they said the minimum you got to do is like a best of twenty nine to figure out who the best baseball team is in the series. Um. Anyway, <laughs> but it is what it is, and the Dodgers better win. Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw with an old retro playoff performance. Good for him. Oh, all right, let's get to the box. We are in the box. Uh, a couple things I wanted to talk about. Um, let me get my notes out here, my paper and my passion. I forgot to talk about last week. Everyone's phone went off for the emergency alert system, the 11 o'clock tech. They don't give you really a heads up on that. That, hey, everyone's phone is going to go fucking crazy and batshit at 11 o'clock or 2 o'clock. It depends what time zone you are. And I mean everybody's. If you have a burner phone, you better and you're hiding from your lady or something, you better hide that shit because it's going to go off. Why are we doing it? Oh, we're just testing the system to see, you know, if there's an emergency worthy enough that we can get through to you. Okay. Like, what emergency? I asked this because growing up, it was the emergency broadcast system on TV that would come on in the middle of the night, you know, and it's just testing. This is a test, only a test. My entire life, now it's the emergency alert system, and they just text your phone. But my entire life of knowing the emergency broadcast system and now the emergency alert system, 
They've always been testing the entire time. Never once have they broken through for an actual emergency. Nothing has been big enough for them yet. What are they holding out for? Was 9-11 not big enough for the emergency broadcast system for you to jump in? Katrina? I mean, is this channel only for alien invasions? They're going to wait till like the newscasters are all lizards or some shit. And be like, all right, it's us. Don't trust anybody. We're just talking to the stoners out there at 3 a.m. They're the only ones that listen to this shit. We got to say, it's up to us, stoners. We got to save the world. Aliens came through. Say they blow up your phone, whatever, and then people do memes on that, whatever. But it's just, it's just so bizarre. What, what am, I want to know the emergency they're holding out for that they're going to send to us. And they're going to give us directions. Okay, I just got the text. There's a flood coming. What should we do? Uh, <laughs> bring, bring the furniture inside? I don't know. Fucking, it just says it's a flood coming. They just wanted to alert us. There's no, there's no instructions, just giving us an alert. That's all. No, well, that's great. Thanks. Thanks, Obama. Remember, that was a punchline. Thanks, Obama was the equivalent of that's what she said, basically. That's how it played out, though, I think. Anyway. Um, yeah, anyway, what else did I want? I want to talk about another thing in the Mando Box. Oh, there was a world record shattered. Let me get to, let me see if I wrote that down. I know I did write it down somewhere. The marathon, Chicago Marathon was this weekend. And a guy ran it in a guy, a Kenyan, because of course it's a Kenyan. Uh ran it in two hours and thirty-five seconds, which is the old record was two hours, one minute and nine seconds. So he pretty much shattered it by like forty seconds or whatever that is. What's that? Twenty-five plus nine is thirty-four. How about that math I just did in front of you? Thirty-four seconds. That's that's beating that's that's handily beating the record. Um what's his name? Let me look him up. Kelvin. Kipturn, Kenyan, Kenyan Kelvin Kipturn. That's KKK for you guys keeping score at home. Um, Kenya just dominates the marathon business. The Chicago Marathon, when I lived in Chicago forever, it always springs up on you. You're hungover Saturday morning or Sunday, Sunday, I think it is. And then you just hear screaming and cheering. And it's this nonstop, yay, you can do it cheering. Because that's what marathons are. Marathons got out of, have gotten out of hand. People racing it, Kenyans, fine. Good. That's your job, good. Run the marathons, world record, awesome. But then it becomes this whole fucking thing of just achievement for anyone just, you know, hanging out. And then they need support. Hey, you want to support my run and donate for every mile that I don't vomit in? What? Why can't you just do it and not tell anyone? Because then it's not about me and uh, what I achieved. So you, you woke up with a hangover with everyone screaming and supporting. Yay! And they're holding signs. And, and they block off every fucking road. That's the problem. Like a Chicago Marathon or Boston, any of these city marathons. They're blocking off routes downtown. Like, I got to find a new way downtown because Gary's got a goal this year. Fuck you, Gary. I don't give a shit about your goal. I hope you die with a penny on your chest. I don't hope Gary dies. 
But there'd be nothing worse than dying with a penny on your chest that you get from a <laughs> marathon. And here's the other thing with the marathon. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't have like a hard out ending, you know? It just straggles along. It, it's, it's done early in the morning, you know? The Kenyans, they wrap that up in two hours, two and a half hours. They're, they're back at the hotel. They're wearing that aluminum foil blanket, you know? They're replenishing their nutrients, and uh, they're good to go. They're on to the next one. But then the rest of it, it's just like, you know, Cindy and Gary getting, getting trying to, you know, get their personal goals, and they're out there dragging ass for like five, six hours. You ever have a friend do the marathon? Their goal is always, all right, I got to beat Oprah. If I could just beat Oprah. But Oprah, Oprah, Oprah put them up and put them down. That's not an easy one to beat. Um, I couldn't beat Oprah. I could not finish a marathon. But they, they, it goes on for like fucking five hours, six hours. Now, now it gets, once it gets to noon, and they still have roads blocked off. Okay, that's it. Let, let's wrap this up. Let's clear the path here. If someone comes <laughs> jogging by, you know, we'll we'll point them in the right direction. But we we got we got work to do. We can't we can't just be playing your little cupcake game all the time here. If you're not from Kenya, take this shit to the sidewalk. Is what I'm saying. That's gonna do it for me. <laughs> Oh, I got real upset about it. That's the one that was kind of an old bit there. Running. Running. I have a whole theory about running in general and jogging. I think jogging, um, it's just unnatural. It's man-made bullshit. The human body is not meant to jog. 26 miles on foot? Fuck off. The human body is meant to either walk to where you're going or you run out of the place that you're at because something behind you is about to kill you. So you either sprint or you walk. Anything in between, it's man-made bullshit. So now we're doing 26 miles because some guy had to do a message in Greece. Like it's, it's insane. There's modern transportation. Everyone use it. Come on. What are we doing here? I also don't jog because I'd probably die if I did. I do healthy walks. That's my big, big exercise move. I do walks. So either I do... Uh, Canyon, or I'll do Hollywood Boulevard to see some craziness that goes on there. Um, there's no way walking is. I always read articles how walking is great for you. There's, there's no way you're not doing anything. You're fucking. You're barely moving. I mean, you're, you're moving. You get blood going, but like, you know, one burrito and that'll set back. That'll set back uh, fifty thousand steps. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'll play it again. That's going to do it for the man. Yes, thank you, everybody, who uh, tuned into the show today. Oh, do you know what bomb I want to give out to you? How about the WNBA? Uh, whatever. You can get uh, New York Liberty plus three, not, plus three fifteen on the series price because they lost game one. That's my. That's another bomb I'm giving out. I think they're going to win the WNBA finals. I love Lady Ball, Lady Finals. Anyway, um, but thank you for listening and like the button. Like, like that. I see. I only see a couple likes. I see a lot of people watching on YouTube. I don't see a lot of likes. Hit that thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. Also, give a five star review to the, on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to pods. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can write bad shit. You'll get a free man in a box T-shirt if it's funny enough. There's already a prize winner for September who roasted me. I didn't. It was pretty funny though. So he'll get a T-shirt. Um, other than that, uh, follow me on the Twitters and all that. I'll, I'll be in uh, Glendale on Friday. 
to me, that's out of town. So if you're in the Glendale area, I'll be at the Glendale room Friday night um, doing shows. One show, really. That's it. Um, other than that, thank you, everyone. Um, I don't know how to say goodbye. I need a catchphrase. It is what it is. That's what I'll say. It is what it is. And here comes a theme song. And that's exactly what this is. All right, everybody. Goodbye.